You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I am joined by the one and only Miss Jess Pats. Jess and I have known each other for a long time now. We're not even going to talk about that, um, but we recently <laughs> reconnected, um, I think last year, a year or two ago. Time's just a blur to me. But this mama is doing amazing things in this world and impacting the lives of so many. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Jess Pats. Oh my gosh, Amy, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to do this with you. Yes, it's about darn time, right? Right. <laughs> We've been talking about this forever, but the stars finally aligned and you are here. I am here. So Tell our listeners, for those who don't know you, tell them a little bit about yourself because you've got an incredible story. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to share more about myself. Um, I am a mom of four since we are talking all things mom. My kids range in age from almost 17. My oldest will be 17 this month to 16 months, which is crazy. I've learned a lot along the way. Um, and it has given me, I don't know, kind of the courage and opportunity to become a speaker. I've been a motivational speaker going on five years and I do a lot of work with domestic violence advocacy because I am a very proud and loud domestic abuse survivor. I love that. And what you are doing to advocate for women is absolutely incredible. So tell us a little bit more about like your speaking, where do you speak? What do you speak on? Oh my gosh. Speaking, I'm just, every day is a privilege to be able to put that in a title anywhere that I have the opportunity to be a speaker. It started so accidentally and it really began more domestic violence awareness centric. Um, It started with me sharing my story of survival and it has transitioned into me helping others share their story, whatever that may be, and empowering them that even in life's toughest, most dark moments, lies a beautiful purpose. And we have the ability to kind of unlock and dig up that purpose if we just put in a little bit of extra work. Um, and then going from there, the, the sky is the limit. Once you dive into what you really feel aligned and called to do, oh, magic happens. And it is beautiful, absolutely beautiful magic that does happen. So you were one of our speakers at our major event we did this past fall called Confidence Cells. And yes, that was incredible. And you spoke on the art of storytelling and you did such a good job conveying to our audience how to share your story without trauma bombing people. And I love how mm. you touched upon that. So can you share more with us? So how can we share more 
of our story without feeling like we're dumping on people. Oh, I loved that speech so much. First of all, that event was incredible. I will never stop giving Amy kudos. She did an amazing job putting that all together. And that was the first time I had the opportunity to really dive into more of a teaching element of the storytelling process. I love that you brought up trauma bombing. I have affectionately coined that phrase because it's tough. All of our stories as we get older become more and more layered and there's, oh my gosh, endless amounts of moments we feel like we could share and people can relate with. And while that's true, if you come out of the gate saying all of these crazy things, good or bad that have happened to you, people miss the message behind your story. And it takes a little finesse in learning and practice to have the ability to deliver your story impactfully and purposefully without really overwhelming your audience. I, like I stated, shared a lot in the beginning about only my domestic violence story of survival. And even within that story, there's so many other layers that I haven't even begun to kind of uncover and dive into yet. But now, because I have an incredible I don't know, community of supporters, I get to share more about falling in love again and getting remarried. And we had our fourth baby, you know, she's 16 months old and all of these different aspects of my life in due time. And it really begins with discovering why you want to tell your story. You have to ask yourself, it's like a backward circle. Why do you feel the need to share something when, what is that something? And once you discover that why and the purpose behind your call to share it becomes a lot simpler to identify what pieces you want to kind of put out into the universe first. Ooh, that is so good. So how did you discover your why? What was your process in, in digging deep to figure that out? Mm, in the beginning, well, no, not just in the beginning. It continues to be a journey of like self-discovery. Yeah. And my why has shifted and changed. It was very awareness-focused. And now my why is to help others uncover their true purpose. And we have to walk through some painful moments. It might not be all rainbows and butterflies and sunshine, but once we stop hiding from and bearing down all these emotions that society tells us we can't share, we should be ashamed of, we should be embarrassed by. Once we bring those out, there's nothing else holding us back. And I learned that the hard way because I feel like I hid in plain sight from a lot of some of my life's hard moments and things I was embarrassed of for a good decade. And I pretended like things were fine. And then once I just ripped that bandaid off and shared a little, really awkwardly, really uncomfortably, but I started, I realized the power in my story. And all of our stories have significant amount of power for those who are meant to hear it. So it's a, it's kind of an ever-changing process, but you have to be willing to lean into some uncomfortable moments in order to keep developing what your why needs to be. Oh, so many good nuggets right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the first thing you said that it's okay to change your why, because mm -hmm. as we evolve, our why can evolve and that's okay. And I think so many times we think we're stuck in this mold of, I have to be this one person but it's okay to evolve. And I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 
as human beings, we're supposed to grow and learn and become wiser. So if we're still, whether it's business or personally, our why is still stuck in like a seven-year-old version of ourselves, it's not going to be authentic. And that is the biggest part of storytelling. You have to be willing to be very raw and authentic. I'm not saying you have to get on the internet every day and like ugly cry and be like awkward. I ugly cry on the internet sometimes though, when it's needed and that's okay. It's relatable, but that's also part of me. There's like, I have friends who I've never seen cry in like dozens of years of knowing them. So it would seem bizarre. You just get to show up as who you are and who I was when I first started speaking five or six years ago, it's not the same person I am now. So especially as moms, it's tough to feel empowered to claim a why that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with our children. It is. It is. And that's because okay. I, right. Right. And I think that's a conversation worth having because that guilt kicks in. Yeah. We, we mm-hmm. become overnight, we have this new identity and then it's like, well, wait a minute. What about the, the other parts of me? <laughs> you know, it, right. it creates this internal conflict. Yeah. And that's, I love what you're empowering moms everywhere to have the freedom to do some being a mom is so fulfilling, but it's not simple and it's not stress-free and it can be very isolating and alone. We don't have to only be a mom. We, sometimes that's not enough for ourselves. I know in order for me to be the best mom and be the best Jess, I need to do my version of work. I need to pour back into people and be a speaker and do all of these other multi-passionate things. I can't just be here with my children 24 hours a day and be the best version of myself. And that's okay because ultimately they get a better me in the long run, but it's tough. That guilt really kicks in. It takes you away from your kids and sporting events or like Christmas parties at school, but you're doing, you're setting... I think, in my opinion, I personally try very hard to set an example for specifically my daughters. You can do whatever you want to do. Mommy has created a career that she wanted to have. So you can do the same and you can work and be a present mom and be a wonderful wife and have these things. It's not simple and you have to be willing to kind of really go hard. But I think that's an important example for my children's generation to see that these parents and specifically women can have more than just one aspect of their life identified for them. Oh my gosh. So good because they're always watching. So by being Mm -hmm. that example, they're seeing the possibilities. They're learning to demand better from, for themselves. They're learning that, okay, you know what? So you tried a job, you didn't like it. You can change. That's okay. Right. I just love, I love that. Yeah, that, that we are being the example. We're changing the narrative of society. And honestly, I think that having been a working mom and now running my own business and being a mom, I feel like those other roles help me to be a more present mom, help me to be a better mom. And I feel like in being a mom, it gives us such a skill set to pour into our business to be a better business owner. It's this whole circle of, they feed into each other and I feel like they help us thrive because of it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, as moms because were, right, right. You're managing so many different things. You have a hundred balls in the air at one yes. time and you're figuring out these schedules and what school looks like. We need to be here at this time on this day. 
And a lot of specifically being an entrepreneur is all of those things. So we just have to empower ourselves that it's okay to want that and go after it. We're very capable. Exactly. Exactly. Another thing that you touched upon, I'd like to circle back to is Mm -hmm. the vulnerability aspect, being vulnerable and being authentic. And that can be so hard for people. How often, yeah. How often, you know, on social media, do we just see the, the shiny object, the, the picture perfect, you know, my life is rainbows and butterflies and this, that, and the other. What advice can you give others on how to be more authentic, how to be more vulnerable without just, like you said, just showing up and ugly crying every day? How can we start to incorporate that without, I don't know, it, it feeling like it's too much? Right. Well, and I think specifically for women in a business setting, we have been programmed to feel like we got to be one of the guys. We got to be tough. We got to be the B word. We got to have an extra edge and hardness to us because if we show vulnerability or emotions, we're just the weak little women of the bunch. And that is completely the opposite of what happens. And I'm sure any women who are in a serious relationship or are married and your husbands and significant others show emotion oh my gosh, I feel like you are so much stronger for having the courage to show that and share it with me. And it's the same when you're showing up online or in business. Vulnerability doesn't necessarily mean sadness. That's also a misconception. Vulnerability can mean, you know what, guys? I got to share this with you. I started this new venture. I was so excited about it. I did all the right things. And you know what? It flopped. I fell flat on my face. Here is why. This is how I feel about it. I'm frustrated. I'm pissed. I'm disappointed, but I'm going to pick myself up and I would love your feedback. And you automatically have this deeper connection with your audience because you're a real human being. This way of old school influencers with the perfectly curated, filtered feeds, it's completely going by the wayside and I couldn't be more excited about it. When I see... Oh my gosh. Cause it's, it's not relatable. And the internet is already such a tough place for some people. This comparison has gotten out of hand, but first of all, when you are being vulnerable, it can be more scary. So when you start pick something that you are the most, I know none of it may seem comfortable at first, but the most comfortable putting out there, some people are going to disagree. Some people are going to potentially judge you, say you're wrong, why you feel this way. So you have to be prepared for that kind of feedback, but you will be extremely surprised with how many people come out of the woodwork saying, thank you for sharing this or doing this. I feel seen. Oh my gosh, the same thing happened to me. And you cling to those people and those interactions and allow that to continue to fuel you to share more. Oh my gosh. So good. And I love how you mentioned too, vulnerability doesn't have to mean sadness. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of times people think that that's all that it is, but exactly. Right. And, and when you create this relatable content, you're automatically building those deeper connections, like you said. And I don't know about you, but I connect with someone because it's like, then you feel like, okay, she gets me. Okay. Guess what? Yes, She understands me. And that builds those connections, that builds that community, that builds all those deeper levels of 
of connection that we're tr- we're all striving for. I think that we exactly we felt very lonely and isolated in recent years because we think that if we do have a hiccup, if we do fail at something, if we do have something go sideways, that we're the only one that's ever dealt with that. It's you know one of those those stories that we tell ourselves that is not necessarily right. true. But exactly. Yeah. I just love everything you touched upon there. <laughs> so good. No, it's it's just relatable because then all of a sudden people feel less alone. If nobody's talking about it, then everybody will continue to feel the exact same yes. way that you feel. So be the first. Yeah. Go out on a limb and share something that makes you kind of go, Ugh. there are times when I'm sharing, I'm like beat red. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I swear. Sometimes I my emotions are apparent. And here's the flip side of it you won't be for everybody. My personality is large. That is who I am, but I love who I am. And if I'm not your cup of tea, that is totally okay. The people that need to hear your message and your version of authenticity, you're going to be a game changer for them. And it's not going to be everybody. So just prepare yourself for that because that's fine. That's totally fine. You're not best friends with every Joe Schmo you meet at Walmart. No big deal. (laughs) That's so funny. I mean, <laughs> every time you smoke, you got on a t-shirt. I know. Seriously, I, I think you need to. <laughs> but exactly. Once we are able to flip our mindset to that, we start to pull our people in. We magnetize the people we're trying to attract. We magnetize our ideal client. We pull those people in instead of constantly chasing. And you know what? Mm-hmm. If you don't have anybody hating on you, well, guess what? You're not putting yourself out there at all then. You know, it, it's almost yes. like a rite of packet, passage. Once you get your first hater, it's like, okay, you know what? I'm not for that person and that's okay. You're doing you something right. right. Right, exactly. So can we can we all flip the script and think, all right, well, it's not a reflection of, of me. You know, most mm-hmm. of the time what these people are conveying to us it's really a reflection on themselves and what they believe and their morals and values. So let it go. The nail on the head. Channel that inner Elsa, let it go. And keep attracting your people. Pour into the mass majority of people that are agreeing with you, that want to hear what you have to say, that, that that's your tribe. Those are your people. Those are your ideal clients. You don't want the negativity in your life. So just let it go. Yeah, no, you don't want any of that anyway. So once the mindset shift is epic, that's, I mean, there's so many specifically within business, you have the mindset of abundance and money and this, but it, you, you have to get to a place where you're so secure, even though we all have insecurities and you question yourself all the time and you're not sure, but I know at the crux of who I am, I'm good with it. I've worked hard. I like who I am. I believe in my vision. Um, one thing I've learned a lot recently, whether you're being authentic publicly or not, you got to hustle in silence. I don't love hustle culture because then it creates competition. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put everything out there. You so don't have to put everything out there until you're ready because it's the same thing when you're authentically showing basically the roadmap to what you're deeming as success to be, you're opening it up for people to say, oh, that's dumb. You're not gonna be able to do that. You're not smart enough. You don't have the experience. It doesn't matter. If you believe it because it's part of your purpose, nobody else has the exact same purpose that you do. So do it behind the scenes. Only let specific people know. The older I get, the more I learn, whether it's friendships or business, 
my circles are very intentional, whether they're small or huge, but most of them are like small to medium. And I like it that way. It's very specific. Exactly. And it's protecting that energy and knowing Mm -hmm. your values and it's constant work on the inside. I, when I first became a business owner, I didn't realize what a mind game it would be because you can go from being on the top of the mountain one day to the bottom of the barrel the next day, or even within the same day. I mean, it is just a constant mind game. But once you take the time to intentionally do the work, identify those self-limiting beliefs, it gets easier. It gets easier. And just reaching out and asking for help. Like, hey, who else is dealing with this? Because I'm feeling a little lost today. Or you know what? I'm feeling defeated today. Or you know, on the flip side too, you know, just having a tribe of people to celebrate the wins with like, Hey, guess what? You know, X, Y, Z just happened. And just being intentional with who is in that tribe is, is just a game changer. Jesse, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule to chat with me today. Where can we learn more about you? Do you have anything coming up or tell us more? You know, I do have some exciting things coming up. Something is um, launching tentatively, not tentatively, but um, we're doing a sneak peek to something brand new this evening that I'll be sharing on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me on all social platforms at Jess, J-E-S-S-P-A-T-Z. I have taken a step back. I have really re-identified my purpose and made sure I want to go in the right direction. So I couldn't be more excited to share new stuff with you. The Igniting Hope Summit Tour will be back in full swing. So please stay tuned and watch on social for that. We have some really, I have some, I have a hard time saying I and really claiming what I'm doing in business. I'm, I'm the weir. It's a me thing. I'm very excited for the stuff I have coming down the pipeline in 2023. So this evening at 8.15, I will share a sneak peek into some cool stuff coming out. That is awesome. So you guys make sure to check that out. Jess, thank you again for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me.